This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 53. Our guest today is Kate All, owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. Simple Pin is a Pinterest management company that helps its clients focus back on their business by taking over all aspects of Pinterest marketing. In the world of Pinterest, Kate All is a rock star, but what some might not realize is how large of a team she's curated at Simple Pin. Y'all, they are a team of 40 people. A few months back, Kate hired the Launch Guild team to build and manage her membership, The Collective. And it's been so amazing to get an inside glimpse into the community and culture that has been curated at Simpleton. So I asked Kate to come on the podcast today so we could talk hashtag all things team. So let's go ask Kate how she created a rockstar team culture. Thank you so much for being here today. I cannot wait to talk to you about team. I'm so excited to talk about team. (laughs) Well, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I'm Kate All. I'm the owner of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company. So basically we manage people's Pinterest accounts so they can focus back on their business. And then we also have the marketing side, which is our podcast and our membership site where I teach people how to do Pinterest marketing so they can DIY it themselves because maybe they don't have a budget or maybe they just really want to do it themselves. That's what I do. Awesome. And I've been following you for a couple of years now, and I love your journey, especially when it comes to team, because as you know, I have a pretty big team too, but I think that your team is huge. (laughs) (laughs) I will let you go ahead and say that. (laughs) So my first question is, can you tell us about your current team structure and who you have on your team? Yeah. So my current team structure is around 40 people. That is give or take. (laughs) I haven't like stepped back and counted lately, but basically we have, well, we have a pretty much like a pyramid type structure of like top down, I'm at the top and then yeah. I have an executive team, leadership team, and then account specialists. But I actually just recently switched that up to be, I have a football team, which is what I have. Okay. I basically have, I'm the owner who's up there just watching everything going on. We've got the audience and people who help with that. And then we have people who are on really the playing field, which are, you know, my main coach is our team director. She's really overseeing everything, making sure that our account specialists are really moving the needle for our clients. And there is a little bit of magic when it comes to Pinterest marketing. And so there's strategy plus dose of magic in there. So we really try to create our team to where I see the account specialists as those are the people on the front lines. They're doing the work for our clients. So how do we invest in them a hundred percent to really get those clients, the results that they need? That's awesome. And you have like a team structure that's like red team, green team, like that sort of thing, right? Yeah, we do. So what we have is, so on my executive team, 
there's a total of seven of us. We like to keep that pretty small. Mm -hmm. And so they're basically like department heads, promoted pins department, um, an admin, Shannon, who's my executive assistant, and then Leslie, who's the team director. So underneath her is really the biggest portion of our team. And that is our team leads. And each team lead leads a color team. So purple, magenta, I don't even know what they are. <laughs> um, and then underneath that, they have small teams of account specialists. And we're even getting more specialized to have sub teams that particularly specialize in TPT, which is teachers to pay teachers clients, and then also e-commerce clients selling either physical or digital products. So that allows those little tiny sub teams to get the information down there to really talk about like, what are the things that we're struggling with? Mm -hmm. And then we also have a big I guess it's not big, but all of us are in a secret Facebook group and that's where I'll do a lot of my investment in them so that they can have a different type of conversation that's not in their little tiny sub Slack groups. Amazing. I love that structure. And I don't think you even know this, but I saw the structure of your team on your website one day while I was like kind of marinating over kind of changing up my org chart a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love the, like the colors teams. And so what I ended up doing in my business right now is I have two teams currently, and each team has an OBM and then an admin VA and a tech VA on it. And so one team is all about like ongoing operational support. And then the other team is all things launch, you know, uh, short-term support. What I've already noticed, and I, we've only changed this about maybe two months ago, what I've already noticed that like, there's such a camaraderie between the teams because they know the people that they're working with. They know their work style. They know what hours they're usually on, all of those pieces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We had a meeting, uh, I keep forgetting if it was like January, I think it was January. I'm going to say <laughs> Where what we did within our teams too, and I hire primarily local. Mm -hmm. So I'll say that like our big team meeting can be here in the Portland area and everybody can come and I rent out a big space and it's kind of like my state of the company vision where we're going for the year. But as I broke them up into their teams, I had them do a project, a company coat of arms so they had to create based on our core values and the competition between the teams and you got to see the culture of each of those teams yeah. like you're talking about. And it was so fascinating because it was like, one team just like got after it. <laughs> oh, there's the competitive group. Yeah. And then other teams, you know, they were competitive too, but mm -hmm. what's great to see with these teams, like, I love your structure too, with how you're seeing just that, you know, the VA in there and that person, I think that is where the magic happens because yeah they can gel together and go, okay, I'm a part of a big team, but I'm part of this even smaller sub team where like, these are my people where I can go and say, I don't know how to do this. Yes. And then they're going to help me work through it. Yeah, totally. So how do you manage and personalize a team that big? I think that that's always been my concern as my team gets larger. I love the fact that I know everyone on my team and like, you know, I know when things are coming up in their lives and their family and all of that stuff. And I don't want to lose that. So how do you keep that as your team grows? Well, I would say for me, that is a hard thing to do. So you have to empower somebody else to do that yeah. for you. So for me, Leslie is like, we joke, she's the queen mother. <laughs> um, so she kind of sees everything that's going on, but then she also empowers her team leads to really see that about them. So I basically 
hear about it through them. So mm-hmm. if somebody's really struggling or somebody's had a miscarriage or somebody's going through a really hard divorce, like we all want to rally to say like, okay, what are we going to do to just send them a gift card? Yeah. And even though like I'm not necessarily in communication with them, I know what's happening. And now I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm even not a part of the hiring process anymore, mm-hmm. which at first that was a little bit hard, but then I had to realize that like my people on my team are more loyal to simple pin. And mm-hmm. that's a big switch that I made early on is we changed the pronouns. Like this is a us, this is a we, this mm-hmm. is our, it's not a me, my, I like not at all. So yeah. everybody sees simple pin as a separate entity apart from Kate. So Kate's just a part of this simple pin. And so how do we keep simple pin culture overall to where we're caring? We are supportive. We are loving. And I think that is how I've kind of allowed it to grow, but not have me be the leader in that, be them leading it. The empowerment piece is so huge because I think that my coach said it best. Like she just keeps saying like, what a gift to your team when you allow them to be empowered, to make Mm -hmm. decisions. And they know that like you trust them enough to do that and to, yeah, they just invest in it more. Right. And to make mistakes. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of business owners, their first question with hiring is like, what if I do if they make a mistake or they're really responsible for all this ad spend? What if it goes South? What if it blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, the magic is in the failure. Sometimes that's Mm -hmm. where people really learn. And if we do this well, if we allow them to feel like there's a safe place to land, if they fail, Mm -hmm. they will give you a better performance in the long run. They will be more loyal to you because they're not coming to you and saying, Oh my gosh, I made a mistake and you're ripping them apart. Yeah. You're going, all right, we have a saying here, fail forward. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do we do now? It's already done. How do we make it right? And we own it if we make a mistake. Yeah. So what do your um, team meetings look like? How Mm. often do you have them? What are those like now? So we have executive team meetings once a month. Mm -hmm. And the first of the quarter, we go over our quarterly rocks. We just did the traction method. Yeah. And so we go through and do that. And then we touch base as far as we do also that meeting method within traction as well, just to keep everything to an hour, really quick touch base. What do we need? We started to become really clear too about like, you can't lob rocks into someone else's (laughs) yard. Like how to keep to your own. So we meet once a month. The team leads meet once a month with Leslie and then the teams meet once a month as well. So the team leads meet with their account specialists. And then once a year we do a leadership retreat, which is the executive team and the leadership team. And I get a house at the Oregon coast and then we fly in just the couple that are not in town. Mm -hmm. And then we spend all weekend together again, looking at vision, asking big questions, where are we going? And then once a year in September, so we kind of stagger those about six months apart. Mm -hmm. um, We have an all team meeting that lasts about three to four hours. That's here locally. Again, we won't always fly in team members for that one in particular, but we will for sure for the leadership retreat. That's amazing. I'm planning my first all team retreat for March. Yeah. Coming up. And most of my team, none of them are local. So we're having it in Austin because all of a sudden three of my team members live in San Antonio. So I was like, well, you guys can drive in and I love Austin. So I was like, we'll just have it there. (laughs) Yeah. There's a really good, I'll give you this tip. One really cool thing is we do affirmations all throughout the weekend. Everybody has a bag with their name on it. And this year I specifically got ones that says like you are magical with the unicorn on it. And I do three by five cards and throughout the weekend, just write an encouraging note. Like their names are on the bag. So you just put it in the bag. Nobody can read it until they leave the retreat. Oh my gosh. I'm totally doing this. Uh, It is like, (laughs) 
everybody, it's like, they just can't wait to read it. And so <laughs> the moment they get home, they're like, oh my gosh, I love you guys. Like, these are so great. So do that for sure. It's just a good like affirmation piece for the whole weekend that people can just drop it in at any time. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for that. Yeah. So a um, couple more questions before we wrap up. One of the things that I have loved about being a kind of a subsection of your team for a little bit is that I've gotten a small glimpse of your team culture and everything through your Slack channels, through the all team Slack channel. And one of the things that I've noticed is just how much there's a sense of family and community while still being, of course, very professional, but clearly that's not by accident. <laughs> like, what do you do in the hiring process and then ongoing to make that so magical? So I would say number one is a lot of those people were in this with me when we started and simple pin was never in my mind designed to grow as big as it is now. And so I think one of the things we said at the beginning is that we're learning as we go and we're doing this together. So I think right off the bat, I established that you know, like I said earlier, this is not Kate, this is a company, this company releases other things in our lives. Mm -hmm. So how do we really protect that? The other thing too, is that it was very clear early on that I would defend them mm -hmm. and that if a client was coming at them unjustly, that the mama bear comes out, like yeah. you don't mess with my team. Yeah. And so them seeing that and seeing, you know, and that hasn't happened very often, but there's been points where we've had to step in and say to another business owner, like the way you're treating my team is inappropriate yes. and I will not tolerate it and we will no longer work together. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there shows to them, like, I'm going to be a protector mm -hmm. and that allows them to be a protector of their teams as well. When that kind of comes up and I think there's an element of being the in-person piece. Yeah. It's so valuable, this face-to-face. -face. So there's a lot of times where they'll host these like impromptu pinning parties mm -hmm. where they'll just meet at like a cafe or coffee shop and they will sit and pin together. And I think that bondedness between them and their teams and what they're experiencing helps keep that camaraderie and keep that, I guess, that's that feeling and of the togetherness and mm -hmm. also one of the things that was brought up at our last leadership retreat was that no one woman esteems themselves higher than the other. Mm -hmm. So we're all, we're not trying to trample over each other to get the top. We are moving as a unit to build this out and to grow this. And I think that is really what contributes to that. And then, yeah, you got some humor yeah. too. In there. Yeah. <laughs> we're watching some of I that. Know. I loved, there was a whole talk about Enneagrams one day and I was like, I love this. <laughs> totally. And there was talk about like piercings at yes. one point for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those little things come out and I think those allow it to be more human. And also I didn't hire people who were skilled at Pinterest. Oh. I hired people. I wanted loyalty. Mm -hmm. I wanted commitment and honesty and dedication and hard work. If you got that, I can teach you how to do what you're going to do. So they're all self-taught by me. Yeah. Wow. So what tools and resources have you used to get so good at this? So I would say the first thing was, well, one, I'll say I'm naturally gifted at outsourcing. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I look for it everywhere. I mean, I've gone to you multiple times. Like, can you just do this for me? Like, I'm, and so that's number one. Like, yeah. I'm not one of those people that says, I don't know how to outsource. Very quickly, I got into that game. Yeah. E-Myth was probably the first book that I read that really allowed me to see it as a business mm -hmm. that I wanted to own instead of it owning me. Mm -hmm. So that also requires investing in a team. And then Built to Sell was another book 
book that really inspired me to systematize a lot of things. And then coaching. Coaching has been yeah. big for me. I realized I'm not a mastermind person because I'm a high follow through. So the amount of stuff that comes into my brain, I feel this compelling need to take action. So if there's too many voices, that's hard for me. I do have a personal mastermind that I'm a part of, but one-on-one coaching, that is my jam. Like I need that in my life. And always, I think realizing that I'm not the smartest person in the room and I'm still growing, but I at least want to be I want to be a wise leader to admit when I don't know, but to lead even when I'm scared and I don't know. So (laughs) that's every day, (laughs) (laughs) every day. Exactly. I tell people all the time, like, it's not that you're not scared. It's that you do it anyway, you know, in spite of the fear. Yeah. Especially as you're, when you become a leader, like as you learn to lead, it's, you have to learn by doing most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. So if somebody is building their team right now that's listening to this, what's one thing they can start to do like that will impact their team culture and growing their team? I think one of the biggest things is show that you are a servant leader. You're mm-hmm. the person who's going to serve them and you're going to lead them just by your actions and being honest. Mm-hmm. I would say that's a little bit of mindset, but also being very clear about your expectations. Nobody can read your mind. Mm-hmm. So really knowing that if you're going to begin to lead a team, going into Google Drive or wherever you are and creating a job description and your expectations mm-hmm. and outlining those so that people can clearly see them. And if you're not hundred percent sure, being able to say, this is a starting point. We're going to build on it from here. I just need you to know that this is what I need help with. And a lot of times when we just voice that, that is such a good beginning with our team because they can hear from you where you need their help. Yeah. And if we don't ever say it, we get frustrated because we're like, people can't anticipate my needs. And even, yeah. <laughs> even uh, Shannon, my executive assistant, we were talking the other day and she said, well, I just want to like anticipate your needs before you even have them. I'm like, I don't know anybody who has that gift. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I appreciate you wanting to do that, but like, that's mind reading. Yeah, yeah that's great. That. I think it's Brene Brown that says like, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. And it's so mm-hmm. true. The more clarity that you can give around how you work and your expectations on all of those pieces is really really helpful and supportive to your team. I know that as we've been changing the org chart for my team, I went to my two OBMs and I was like, I'm not really sure how this is going to work. Like, this is just the framework. If you guys see an SOP that needs to be created, like write it, you know, if you see something that's not working, like, let me know, because this is just the framework and we're building up together from there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Empowerment. Yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid, like, what if I do something wrong and pulling that out of the way is probably another thing I would do first, just to say, I am not going to jump down your throat. I'm not going to do anything. We're figuring this out together. Yeah. So I just need you to help me. That's fantastic. So where can we find you online? Simplepinmedia.com. And then I'm at simplepinmedia on all social channels. I am more on Instagram these days just because Facebook is <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And I have a really big Facebook group too over there that, you know, is about Pinterest. So if you're gunning for Pinterest information, the podcast or the blog or the Facebook group is the way to go. Awesome. And we will link all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.